Welcome back to the NeverEnding Adventure Podcast. I am your host, DJ Nettie P, coming at you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And I like to claim the other host, the other co-host, Russell Tyndall, coming at you live from, as always, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the beautiful, it, you know, for lovers, as they like to say about Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville, um, Tennessee, you know, city of brotherly love. That's what they say. Brotherly love for lovers for, um, what else did they say? The Golden State, I think is something they also say about Nashville. Lots of names, yeah. lots of beautiful names. Uh, yeah, Vegas, so nice, they know. named it once. Yeah, what happens in Nashville <laughs> stays in Nashville. There's a lot of like things that I think apply to Nashville and only to Nashville. <laughs> only to no, no other cities ever. <laughs> yeah. oh, cities man. or states, yeah. Cities are well, what's up, Matt? It's been it's been a minute since we've really talked. I think. I mean, we did not run into each other when I was down in Atlanta for uh, Christmas time to see family and uh, kind of running around Atlanta a little bit. But you were in Augusta, right? So you got yeah, back yeah, on I was New doing Year's Eve, kind of like pretty much all the lead up for Christmas in Atlanta, and then in Augusta for like uh, the whole like before New Year's experience. So. Man, it was, I, I think for us, and man, this is going to, I know this is going to air probably like mid-January, but dude, Christmas time is just bananas. And I think I'm, I just feel like holiday, we, we did our holiday hangover episode a few weeks ago because we were just like, oh my gosh, we were, I was probably doing Christmas stuff like every single night from like the 22nd until literally like New Year's Eve. Gross. Um, I'm so glad we're past it. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm doing quiet. I'm not doing dry January. Maybe I'll do a dry February, but I'm I'm doing quiet January, which okay. uh, we just got a new puppy. And so pretty much most all of my like free time and energy uh is is taking care of a new pup. Yeah, first of uh one hundred and one, correct? Yeah, yeah. We got a little little baby Dalmatian, first of hundred and one. There you go. That's awesome, um, man. It is great. So if I you, do, uh, if I'm a little off today, it is because I am sleep deprived and I've oh, been no up ways. at like, you know, there are early risers out there, but I've been up at like between 545 and 645 every day for like the last 10 days. Yeah. I, I'm not used to that. Well, I, I've told you my first dog as a child was a uh, Dalmatian. Sammy was her name. And I love that dog. That dog was very protective of me. And I'm sure, you know, if y'all have kids or when y'all have kids, you're going to have a child that has a very similar experience to what I did. And I got to admit, great first dog, kind of. It is. Kind of jealous, kind of jealous. Yeah, he's he's showing signs that he's going to be a little little cuddle buddy, a little like okay. lap dog cuddle buddy, which is awesome. Oh. But uh, for great. tonight's episode, today's episode, yeah. if you Adventure can't time. tell... Uh, we are doing season four, episode four, Dream of Love. And Dream of Love. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, um, if you can't tell, we're beating around the bush because us, just like pretty much everybody else in the world, this is top of the bottom of the list for <laughs> worst episodes of Adventure. Literally the second. So? Wow. It is the second lowest rated IMDb Adventure Time. 
behind oh my gosh. the water park episode, which is um one of I think three or four different episodes where they like did a fun let's experiment with the animation and just they went totally all that that episode's almost like 2D animation. Uh it sucks. That one sucks really bad. But this this one is the second lowest, at least IMDb fan rated one. What do you think would have saved this episode for you? Is there anything that that was in the episode, not out of the realm? You can't take anything random like way out of the blue, but something that was yeah. in this episode, maybe for a moment or a, a theme that they were tapping into that would have made this just a, a better episode in your mind. I, yeah, I don't I'm, like hate hate this episode, but I can definitely understand why someone would. I think that with this episode, the thing that got me was the problem. The arc of the issue of this episode is that they're doing too much PDA and no one likes it. I think that they spent a lot of time like montaging them just being creepy. I think that the there is a <laughs> the whole Dream of Love song is like a minute and a half of a eleven minute episode. I think that Yeah. They kind of, you could kind of tell that they were like beating around the bush. They had a concept like Tree Trunks and Mr. Pig get together. It, they, it, this relationship dynamic at least is setting up for many great episodes. I'd say better episodes to come. Okay. Uh, but I think that, yeah, them, them kind of beating around the bush, the concept of this episode is explained in about 15 seconds and they just drag it out. And then, secondly, why I hate it is the, inconsistency like they're like we're gonna hide our love they've already been hanging out at tree trunks's house right mr pig never left after apple thief episode but they weren't Um, they weren't doing anything supposedly he's just been um helping her tend her rose garden (laughs) which which makes me think that they've already been hooking up you would think, they, maybe, I don't know, just the way so. that she kind of said it, but uh, they were in her They start out hugging and then they move on from that. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they weren't making out, but they were. The other, it's the inconsistencies in this episode that are like, that get me. Is if they have Tree Trunks' house, all they d- want to do is not live together. That's the purpose of them. But it's not like they <laughs> yeah. haven't been at her house for months now. She just jumps to conclusions, themselves. right? That's what it is. She's just yeah. hopping to like, well, oh, Finn, we we can't be unmarried couple living together. Like he's just <laughs> like, no, just go hang out in your home alone and don't do this anywhere else. Yeah, they, they're no hanging out alone in in the Finn's treehouse and in a book in the library and in a freaking baby. Uh, what do you call them? Um, Carriage. Yeah, the ba- well, Most there's, a, there's a word for it. Both and, um, of them. The baby carriage moment, just cringe, dude. Gross. <laughs> just, it's like if they're doing that alone together and trying to hide alone. I was like, go hide in your house. That's like the best hiding yeah. spot. Yeah, both of them, I'm yucking their yums. I mean, that is the one moment where I, I don't feel any shame in yucking yums. The rest yeah. of this episode, I'm going to try my best not to. You know, I the tendon in my rose garden bit, I was like, I'm not going to yuck any yums. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> You know, like, that's okay. Do what you got to do. I, what I was going to say, Ned, before we dive too much deeper into this episode, that would maybe have saved this episode for me would have been maybe including Lady Rainicorn a little bit. Yeah, we saw her you. so, so briefly. I would have liked to have gotten Lady Rainicorn again. It's been yeah. since 
maybe I think in season two, we got either a mention of her or she was in an episode in season two, which was, as you know, this is season four, episode four, Dream of Love. That is so long ago, like over 30 episodes ago, she was mentioned. I don't think anywhere in season three, they even talk about her. To in my notes, they they may have, and I just didn't take note of it because it wasn't significant enough. Yeah, um, we we haven't had one bad. centered around Lady Rainicorn since when we met Bob and Ethel the Meet the Parents episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I know that that bugged me that she was rolling down the hill with them, and then when they stop, and they're like, "What else do we got to do today?" She's gone. She just she's rolls. Just gone. Back. She's freaking gone. <laughs> so I was like, I don't. Again, I, so I feel like. It was kind of, I don't know if it's the lighting, because like, you know how you've had those moments through the show where you've been like, I love this episode because they did such a good job with the colors and the lighting scheme of like sunset. This one just feels like we're back at kind of the season one schematics of the animation itself. It does. Yeah, I agree. I wonder if there was something in the budget where they're like, all right, we know this isn't going to be a big episode. Let's save the budget for another episode later on in the season. I'm not yeah. really sure when it comes to the animation and, and drawing and how it was drawn. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't hand-drawn. Yeah. I think that's well, pretty obvious. It was kind of that. I mean, the funny parts, you know, like the Adventure Time funny parts of this episode are also just more along the lines of Jake and Finn kind of saying funny stuff, um, like here and there a little bit. And again, that's kind of season one. Um of like, hey, we don't have any kind of like funny adult humor. I mean, there was adult humor stuff like the Tend to My Rose Garden and um, and stuff like that, but it, it didn't seem as well-constructed or like, I don't know, craft craftfully made jokes that now I think that we, we're coming to expect out of an Adventure Time episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the beautiful plan that they have at the beginning of the day Right, Finn and Jake are talking, and they're like, first we're going to roll around outside, which is what they just did. Then we're going to go get some apple pies. Got an apple pie stop. Got to have an apple pie stop. Then you got a music show, which you know, may not be the best uh, music show <laughs> yeah. of all time. But then you have dream sandwiches, which totally, you kind of glance over that. I know Jake yeah, I was, has I uh, a handful what... of special sandwiches throughout the show that he creates and, and loves but the dream sandwich was kind of a letdown in my opinion mm-hmm. and then you have a drive-in movie i mean that's a great day in my mind but none of that is really setting up for something hilarious to happen instead it's oh i'm i'm sorry I, i'm distracted i've been like oogly eyes over this pig this, yeah. this hog in my garden this, been, got a got a big old hog in my garden <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. Mr. Pig's just well, I never really left. Just kind of just kind of been yeah. here. Yeah. And then <laughs> again, man, when they do separate pig and tree trunks, um he's like, "Where am I taking you?" He's like, "I don't I'm homeless." And I'm like, "Bro, that means he's had to either have been living with her already or she has to have some sort of like I don't know, shed out back that he's Yeah, been he just wanders in. around at night or something. How long yeah, has it been? I'm sure it's been Several, several episodes, months. Yeah, it had to, like, I think if if we really broke it down between, like, the Finn's birthday episodes, which are what help us, like, timestamp things, like, this has to be several months. Yeah, and this is kind of a um, them defining the relationship as a love as opposed to 
So maybe maybe they were hooking up. I don't I don't know. I don't really want to think about it. And again, I'm yucking yums. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, y- dude. Really want to spend too yum, much time. Yuck the yums on this episode, though. We we I gotta. I, I'm okay with shredding this one up. You know. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I get that you don't like it, but it is funny. He's been homeless, and he's just like, well, I guess I'll just go back to eating criminals. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, they do. I do don't really that, know what else the, to do. <laughs> the eating criminals reference is like I do like the callbacks to like Mr. Pig's origin. Um, because it was him eating criminals, and then when he uh, Jake takes him to the bar, that same bar, right? And they the same bar from the, the Apple Thief episode, yeah, with the yeah, they're just drinking the pitchers too. Like they're like I don't think those were beer mugs; those were just straight up pitchers that they had in their hands. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. I, I dig it, man. I know, but yeah, you ever, you ever been had that whole like bad relationship night where you're like, I gotta just go get a beer. I just gotta go. I gotta go hang out with the boys at the bar. I've been, I've, we've been pretty good so far. I haven't had one of those, <laughs> but I, I have always wanted to have one of those nights where you go to a bar by yourself with no expectations and and no plans, and you're just like sitting at the bar having a drink, maybe talking to the bartender, but you don't really do anything else. Maybe I've discussed this in the past, where um, one of the guys from whose line is in anyway, who was also on Dan Harmon's Harmontown podcast. Um, who I'm drawing a blank on his name, the guy who always wears a suit would go do that. And then he has all these crazy stories. No, not Wayne Brady, the white dude who wears a suit and has a very skinny face. Um, That's how I diss him. Yeah, I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but anyways, so he's the co-host of Harmontown and he has these insane stories about going and doing that at bar and then just like, someone's like, hey, you seem pretty cool. Let's go do something wild. Um, (laughs) But anyways, so... It's it's a it's interesting move, and I, I do like it because Finn's not there. So they're like, yeah, we're gonna have pitchers of beers, and I'm gonna like bro out with you and like console you over what isn't even a breakup. It's just simply we have to split y'all up um, because <laughs> the conclusion of well, they're not married. Oh yeah, um, that's what gets me. They're they're all emotional, and it's just like because Finn and Jake had to like keep them apart physically for separate a, them physically separate them for yeah. a night and so i i don't know i mean if you want to get over romantic with it you could be like oh they love each other so much they just can't spend any time apart from each other it just kills them <laughs> but i'm like that's just i don't know they they just and and then all they're doing is just making out the whole time it's not like they're they got some some lovely nicknames ned i was curious if you had any bad relationship nicknames from your past that you wanted to bring up they are sweet pea and little dove sweet the pea two. And, which is actually uh i'll give you a pseudo spoiler drop they do end up raising kind of a child together in the future and i'm trying to do it for my fans out there and they yeah. name that kind of child sweet pea so that's a cool like callback, at least from that episode. That that doesn't happen till we're weirder. I don't like that. I don't want you taking your love lovey dovey nickname of me and then naming and then a child <laughs> your child after. Yeah, that's after very that. true. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a bad nickname or relationship. Poopy, I mean, poopy pants. Yeah, me and me and I'd say you said past <laughs> relationships. I think they're all in my current relationship. <laughs> it's um. Uh, have I gone out? We call each other so many fun names. We stinky do. Um, yeah, Stinky, Sticky Cheese, uh, Poop Butt. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Um, popcorn Magoo. Um, that's, that's great. I like that one. Pop, yeah, Popcorn Magoo is a good one. What is that from? Um, just... I, I think we literally were just like eating popcorn one night and I was like, I love popcorn so freaking much. I'm like popcorn Magoo over here. <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that is to be a character. You need to embody popcorn Magoo and bring that into a commercial at some point. Get a get a <laughs> some sort of voice and be like, this is popcorn Magoo over I mean, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a um, voice. What about you? What's what's one of our four do you voices? Have a previous relationship bad nickname or a current I bad have, relationship nickname? Allie and I, we say babe. I, I don't re- even really like baby because that just feels weird. Like kind of baby, babe, you know, Justin bieber for me. Yeah. Um, I say, I do, I do, I call Jackie, I, I do like baby G. I said, it's for yeah. like baby girl. That's I'll, fine, I'll say, man. Like, What's up, I baby mean, G? Yeah, to each, to each their own. Russie was one that an ex-girlfriend called me and... At the time, I thought it was endearing, and and looking back on it, I'm like, it's almost as bad as Rusty. Maybe not yeah. as bad, oh, but it's I, almost as bad. I think for me. that's worse for sure. Yeah, it's it's too cutesy. But we were teenagers. I mean, whatever. Yeah, that was like teenager teenage tryhard is what that sounds like big time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, well shoot, dude. Well, I'm I'm actually proud of us. Um, like I said, for those who've watched this episode, it, it doesn't have too much to break down. It doesn't have. Oh, too we many got more. We got. I got lessons, so much more. But I'm I'm excited. I've got I've got a lot more to talk about too, and we're already at like 17 minutes over here. So this is uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty. Let's good Let's take here, a but. commercial. And we'll come back and we'll dive in the PDA and we'll dive a little bit deeper into this episode and what the different uh, events that occur. Yeah. On tonight's special episode of Banana Guards, the Banana Guards track down two of the worst criminals in Ooh, Mr. Pigs and Tree Trunks. Not only is Mr. Pig on parole for eating candy people in this past life, but him and Tree Trunks have now been warned several times about their PDA, and it's the last straw. Tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Candy Kingdom time on Sugar Rush TV to see these Banana Guards take down some criminals. You've got to hide your love away. Welcome back, everybody. We're getting back into the love that you must hide away. That is Tree Trunks and Mr. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of songs in that regard, real world songs, how does Dream of Love not sound like the song from Napoleon Dynamite when they're like, Some say you love, it is a river. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I think I I would call borderline copyright infringement on that one. I just kind of thought it was. Now it is very catchy. I will, I will say this: give it some due. Uh, but I thought it was kind of a knockoff of the SpongeBob. What is it? This grill is not a home. Oh, that's yeah, kind of what the vibe yeah. was to me. It's it's the longingness for each other that is the separation that is being caused by others. And it it just doesn't hit quite as hard as that SpongeBob song does. Oh no, no. Well the, the content the sustenance in that song was not like I said, even if they had made it like a little funnier, like threw in a couple of jokes about like I miss smooching your lips and rubbing your butt, like they just made the song like kind of boring lyrics. It did. It had me cracking up though. Uh, maybe my tops of the episode because the more I watched this moment, the more it had me giggling. You know that when you just rewatch something, like you go back 
10 seconds and watch that same moment over and over again, how it just builds and builds and then you just can't stop laughing. I kind of had one of those moments right at the end where Tree Trunk stops singing and then I think she opens the oven to get the pie out or something. Just starts singing again. I closed my eyes. She starts singing again. And I, I was like, whoa, where? <laughs> Why? Stop it. Just quit. The song's I, over. I, Let's move on. I mean, I think I watched this episode, gosh, in the last like couple of weeks before recording this. Like, I've watched it like three times. And it was that moment. It's just like the song fades out. And then she opens the oven and she's like, dream of love. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you just stop. It's so much. Yeah. So I will say, you know, we're ripping on their love a, a good bit. And maybe someone does love their uh, relationship. And I'm sure just like every Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon. This is for some reason, somebody, some listener, some traveler's favorite ship of the entire show. So let's get a little into maybe the most redeeming moment of their love of this episode is when Mr. Pig admits that he loves. It's it's it is a very sincere, very sweet moment. She's walking away. Nothing special has really happened other than their kind of silly back and forth, like giggly flirt thing that just occurred with the attend to my rose garden. Um and what it well, I can't even remember what he says exactly. Yeah, no, She's I, like, oh, I actually I, 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 I like that her. you mentioned that because um it was my it was a runner up tops of the episode. Yeah. That's um, great. For me is when he well, first of all, yeah, he reacts and he goes Oh, I love her so much. And he like, it comes out so naturally. Yeah. Also the voice acting on Mr. Pig has done so well just because he just sounds like a super like boring, normal man and tree trunks. His voice is just wild. But then he goes, um, he said, when I see you, my heart beats like a little choo-choo train. <laughs> and I was like, that line is, it's, uh, it's delivered so me, heartfelt. I get so nervous. It, I cannot move. Yeah. yeah. He's great. I I was just thinking part of why I thought it was so redeeming or, or maybe redeeming in this ep- for this episode is simply that there is something really special about that feeling when nothing special is happening. You're not doing anything. Maybe you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and you look over at that special someone and you're just like, man, I love this person. Yeah. And he totally has that. But he has it to such a degree that he audibly says it out loud and that's the first time he's admitting it you know i think we've all had that oh i didn't mean to say i love you moment in our lives and this is certainly his but it fortunately it wasn't in front of uh tree trunks though he does go almost immediately per the advice of finn finn you know fascinating enough it wasn't jake and has that moment that you just quoted about you know his heart beating like a choo-choo train he was like yeah you gotta tell her bro yeah, it's and it's totally reciprocated and uh, cool, 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 cool. Um, they should cool, hug. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> no, it's 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 an yeah, it's a good moment. But like, yeah, it, it's it's funny because that then uh, we go from a moment of wow, they might have this like really cool, mature relationship that started out very heartfelt, and it just moves into uh, our makeout montage scene where. First of all, she doesn't bring apple pie to the science concert. And I think that's supposed to be the running joke, right? You were talking about like the high uh, level of humor that you expect from Adventure Time. I think mm-hmm. the the running pun throughout this episode is like, there's is no pie. Jake, yeah, Jake like, doesn't I get pie I need the pie. I could care less about everything else. Like, 
thank you for the little back rub. Like we're looking out for pie right now. Then, <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's the big joke of this episode, I guess. And it just doesn't quite land as hard as yeah, I would like it to. It took me, like I said, watching three times before I saw it reoccurring that Jake was like, wanting apple pie and his like stomach was rumbling i was like almost so distracted by everything else you know yeah and and i guess when it kind of comes to a head and and maybe there's another moment later in the episode that i'm not thinking about but when they're at princess bubblegum's science music thing that she has going on and and jake is all about the pies and because of their making out and her not showing up with the pie and doesn't jake he gets on his back right and he's just like come on put it put it right here and meanwhile they're just making out and finn yeah Runs and like separates them and tries to break up their kiss. And yeah, like, I love when you're ruining Finn, the music. He, like this music is gorgeous. Down, I guess he sprints down to the front. And he goes hiya and just yeah. like pushes them apart a little bit. <laughs> I was wondering. This isn't a theoretically speaking. Though it kind of is in a way. But I was like, is this Princess Bubblegum getting kicked out of the band? Right from uh, what is it? Gosh, I can't think of the name of the episode where they oh, all uh, stand yeah, the, for the door um, board. The Door Lord episode. Yeah, um, the names always like slip me, but I yeah. know what you're talking about. So she, this is her like um, solo artist project, you know, and, and we saw that Marceline, Jake and Finn have their own little project going on in the Marceline's Closet episode. And so when they're having, going the band practice, right? And so maybe this is uh, Princess Bubblegum's like, all right, I'm going to be my own artist. I'm going to go do science music because... That's what I was. That's what I'm good at. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, and here, to, here. This is a possible, theoretically speaking, that kind of popped into my mind with Princess Bubblegum in specific. Because, like, this one, you see, like, she's had a talent show in this in uh, Five Short Grables. You saw that she was doing a talent show that you know all of like six people showed up to. Um, back in season one, we had her doing a science barbecue, which was just like come show off cool science stuff. And then now she's doing a science concert. So in my theoretically speaking here, Princess Bubblegum is trying desperately, desperately with her candy people to be the most like loved and, and entertaining popular one in the candy kingdom. She's like throwing all these events for people. And this one, I mean, what? There is five people in the crowd. Um and then you go, see, you look at the ne'er do well bar later. There's more dudes hanging out in the ne'er do well bar <laughs> yeah. than there was at the princess's science concert. And, and in my opinion, I think she's just grasping at straws to maintain relevance in the Candy Kingdom as for what it's a likable person. For what it's worth, though, I mean, her music did get that like season two, episode six, slow love, but bouncing going from the giant slug episode with uh tree trunks and mr pig they definitely got mm -hmm. into the that butt grinding <laughs> groove <laughs> i didn't even equate the the uh the snail slash slug grinding to princess or uh to yeah, that's totally tree what's trunks going on right? yeah, oh yeah this is like the equivalent of because like i'd say from what brought out the tops of this episode for me was the little candy dude uh, who is oh, my the lovely? Ball. Yes, the there chocolate you go. ball is the is my lovely of the episode when he's just like, oh, I can't take this. It's too much. <laughs> he's I hilarious. Uh, I'll, I'll take him as my lovely as well. I actually didn't have a lovely for this episode, but he is probably probably my favorite part of this episode. Um, though yeah, my sexy then, character is the apple pie at the end for sure. Oh. Love a good apple pie. <laughs> I, I love. We're gonna say like. 
top lovelies of this season. It'll be like, does apple pie make the top three? I mean, I'm I'm down for that. If I'm not allowed to have Marceline as my sexy character for any more episodes or seasons, then apple pie might be the tops. I don't I don't know if I can get much better than apple pie. <laughs> no, I love it. I will 100% take your sexy character of the episode being. And honestly, the when Jake takes the bite at the end, I was like, honestly, that's the best looking apple pie that they've uh, Pretty solid. made. Kind of better like than shown. the tarts, honestly. Ooh, and that's a tough one for me because those tarts look pretty. They pretty do look pretty good, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I like your theoretically speaking a little bit more than mine. I had two. One of them is if I start seeing them make out too much more, I'm probably going to barf. Um, and then the other theoretically speaking I had was the banana guards. What if they're they get a little jealous? And I don't know. Again, I'm the part of the podcast that's never seen this show, but. But what if they get a little jealous and arrest him to try and separate the two of them? They dig into his criminal record, find out he's been eating people, yeah, and uh, put I'm him saying. in jail. Because the banana guard definitely hooked up. Maybe both of them did with tree trunks after that episode. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, where, I mean, where yeah, she slapped they, his butt and she's like, let's go yeah, make some pies. Right. And they're like, you oh yeah, right. you're right. Let's do it. Yeah, I was like thinking, I was trying to think back of all the details from that episode. And you're right, that she was getting like super flirty with them too. So. Can't remember what it was called, but it was the one where all of the, she was like, I, with the ne'er do wells, right? Like all of the apples were stolen by the crows or, or whatever. Yeah. And she just, I guess, had just blacked out and wrecked her own place for no reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's kind of what's funny is like I, we started out with, uh, tree trunks in season one. And I love that episode. Just like the, the scary forest and looking for the crystal apple. I love that episode. And I just feel like we've gone downhill to this one. And then it picks back up again later. We have a cool, a couple of cool adventure tree trunks episodes coming up. Um, I'd say of all ones that she is a core character or that the story is centered around her, that uh, this is, this one's probably the worst. So yeah, yeah, because I even like the crystal one, right? Where she's in the crystal kingdom, and oh, then even yeah, the one, yeah. the first episode with her, where they're going into the woods to get the crystal apple. That's yeah, a that's a sweet yeah, episode that, too. I love the one where they get the crystal apple. The one where she's in the crystal dimension. It's funny, like she's not a main part. It's more even like the crystal dudes. I think have more dialogue than she does yeah. in that episode. And that's probably why it's a better episode. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sorry, it's too true, much hate. Okay, oh, well, this hey, is I someone's mean, favorite character. I remember. Uh, I mean, because this was like right when we started doing our podcast. Was you know your first introduction to tree trunks was the Crystal Gem Apple episode, and you were yeah. like, I don't know if I dig her. She's kind of creepy. She's just trying to seduce kinda, Jade that whole episode. It was yeah, weird. she's. I'm the sexiest adventurer. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It, it threw you for a loop, that's for yeah. sure. And then she freaking calls me an alley out, you know? She has the audacity in this episode to say she jumps to conclusions about not being able to stay inside uh, her house and says, but Finn, I don't even want to do the voice, but Finn, an unmarried couple living together under one roof, that's indecent. <laughs> <laughs> living in living in sin. Uh oh. Uh oh, Russell. Are you? I know. She's calling me out. Are you living indecently right now, then? I mean, according to this episode, <laughs> I certainly <laughs> am. Uh, and when trunks. we were 
when we were apartment shopping, we met this lady and she goes, oh my gosh, y'all aren't married. And she was all about it. She loved it. But she was like, y'all aren't married? Wow, living in sin. Or you're living <laughs> living sin boyfriend to Allie. And I was just like, gosh, cringe, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, just yeah. Made, made this conversation, made this situation. And you're like, well, guess we're not living here now. Thanks, yeah, no, actually, I loved that house and they were awesome. Because she, she, again, she said that like in a, she was an older lady and she was just like all about it. Like, you know, tattoos no, everywhere. Joking. Like cool yeah, older oh, lady. Joking But I was just though. like, it stuck with me though. <laughs> it definitely did. <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, just in terms of like sticking with you from this episode was PDA. Obviously that's our, yeah. our theme from this episode is PDA and how it makes others feel. Like what are... Mm-hmm. I, I, like one, your thoughts on PDA. Second, like, do you have funny PDA stories from high school, from yeah. college? Well, man, as Finn puts it, you know, a little PDA warning: uh, you two need to hide your love, or else everyone else is going to end up in the, or everyone else in the whole world is going to end up throwing up. So, <laughs> I've always been pretty PDA adverse, and actually, funny enough, the other night, um, Allie was like have you always been that way? You know, like, I guess kind of like, uh, is it just with me or is it a, every relationship in the past, have you always had this like PDA adverse nature? And I, to my knowledge, the most I ever really want to do in public is like, I'll hold hands. You know, I'm, I'm not, it's not like I'm like, stay away from me or nothing, but it's, I don't want to make out in front of people. Certainly. I don't really want to kiss in front of other people. You know, just anything to a lesser degree, I guess, in public and, you know, especially not in front of family. Um, but I do have, I have a buddy and I think for this podcast, we'll call him Davide um, from season eight of Love Island. Um, and <laughs> in high school, he had a girlfriend that he loved, loved to flaunt in front of people and and in front of all of us all the time. You tell them to stop, they start making out, you throw a blanket on them, like you're taking a chance because something more might start happening. <laughs> you're like taking a chance. You know, um, yeah, a real, just like trying his darndest to put you in a third wheel uh, relationship or, or third wheel situation. And I think it was just a joke, like they got a good kick out of doing it. But at the same time, man, yeah. it was, it was too much. It was way too much. And, Maybe I just like did not ever want to be uh, Davide in that. But what about yourself? No, yeah, I mean this this episode got me thinking a lot. Um, I say a lot, not that much, but it got me thinking about PDA because I was like, well, I hold hands with my wife and I kiss her in public and uh, put my hand on her knee at dinner under the table, like things like that. Well, um, yeah, it's getting crazy. Uh, and I was like, well, it's not just the difference between being married and not being married. Uh, I think it is a factor when you see a wedding ring on someone's finger and they're like holding each other, holding hands in public, slapping butts in public, whatever it is. Slapping butts in if you, public. If someone sees a ring on your finger, they are a little bit more inclined to be like, oh, it's cool. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, it's cool. They're just doing oral sex over there. It's fine. Don't worry about it's just it. It's a little you sex know, in the They're, they're it's married. Whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but the core of it, I was like, it's it's got to be deeper than that. Cause it's, it's, you know, you can't just go and like sloppy make out in a target or anything like that. And so what or, I think was maybe really, you could. I don't want to, I mean, you could, 
before you got kicked out, but they might get kicked out. You've, yeah, they would for sure kick you out of Target if you were sloppy. Right <laughs> if now. you get caught, I mean, <laughs> the, just don't get caught, man. You know, yeah, like, kiss, I don't kiss know. me under the DVD section in Target. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right in front um, of like fifty first dates or something. That's romantic. <laughs> but I, I so this this is what brought my mind into not my lesson of the episode, but my deeper thought about this PDA thing, and, and really what I also think applies to tree trunks and Mister Pig. Um, I think there's two types of PDA. I think there's a PDA to fulfill some sort of horny desire that you have. Like, I want to kiss this person. I'm feeling horny. I want yeah. to feel that love, and I don't give a fuck who's watching. That's like one if you type do of it PDA. secretly and no one else sees it because you're sly, I think that's way cooler in my mind than just like gross, like we're making out and everyone in the world can see and we want them to see. I, yeah, like, well, that's no one wants to, to see you air your, it's not dirty laundry, but like, you know, see you getting horny in public. Now, I think the second type of PDA is you can actually do the same actions. And I think it's when, it's the type of PDA that happens almost, and like nobody notices it, is when you're doing that action to make your significant other feel special or feel seen or feel loved. So a brush on the back, a holding hands, a kiss on the cheek, a um, come and grab you from behind, you know, like, and give you a hug around. If, it, if you can tell the body language of the two individuals and that body language is, oh yeah, they just wanted to make that other person feel seen, make that other first person feel special, I think that that is PDA that happens probably more often than we think. But something in our psyche goes, yeah, that person's not trying to rustle their jimmies right now. They're just trying to show love, you know? Yeah, as long as it's not too overdovey or or, or lovey-dovey or whatever, right? Or or no one's trying to like... And those actions... Mess with anyone's hog or nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the most (laughs) PDA I'd done recently was uh, Uh New Year's Eve and kissing my wife at midnight in the bar scandalous um again appropriate moments and stuff that like show each other we love each other but not because we're trying to yeah you and know, then you snuck away to the the men's bathroom i get it man <laughs> gross that at a, yeah at, at new realm brewing on the belt line <laughs> oh well don't tell us i mean i don't i don't want to know i don't want to know all the dirty details now come on <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry i shouldn't share my uh i shouldn't share my dirty stories on the podcast Nah, nah. Tell tell all. You know that's that's what this podcast is. It's Ned and Russell tell all the to travelers that uh, <laughs> we'll bring it back up. And uh, you know, actually, honestly, it'd be interesting to hear stories of PDA or whatever. We can always bring it back up on a some sort of a relationship episode in the future. If you tap into that nea.travelerslog at gmail dot com and want to let us know your cringe PDA moments, maybe we'll. We'll discuss it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Whoever gets the cringiest it gets gets noticed and brought up in the podcast. Yeah, it gets brought up in the podcast, and yeah, you know, competition we'll, for we cringiest. Will or say your name. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will leave that one totally anonymous. Even and bonus points if you can relate it to the episode. <laughs> if you can relate <laughs> it to an Adventure Time episode, because this is an Adventure Time podcast after all. Bonus points. For sure. Bonus points. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any uh, specific lessons? I do. I, you know, truly, there is no love more pure than the love dreamt up by a talking elephant 
and a pig. Her hog, she just she just loves her hog. She just. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You, when you said that earlier, I was like, I didn't even think about, <laughs> but tree trunks as a sexy hog. I, I didn't either. And uh, to be fair, uh, that was an Allison bit that after we watched this episode, um, <laughs> don't want to call her out too much, but it was it was so funny. Yes. I was I was like, pretty happy. Allie with She's the got savage bits, jokes. Man. She's I got love bits. It. I love it. Uh, I love yeah. So I, I love Allie's tidbits and her her Greek references, like Greek yeah. Greek uh, mythology references. Well, what's your uh, what's your lesson? I mean, it's pretty obvious. I'd say PDA is nice occasionally and appropriately, but read the room, bro. You gotta read the room. You know, gotta read the room. Got to read the room. And that's yeah. that's my lesson of the day. I'm going to keep it at one. First time in forever. I've only kept it at one Dude, lesson. Thank goodness. About time. <laughs> About time. Now, do well, we have a, had, a 2023 year theme? I You know, I, I don't know if we need to start doing this on the podcast, but I'm listening to uh, the My Brother, My Brother, Me podcast right now, and they're coming up with 2023 year themes. Um and I, I was just wondering if you had any feelings, thoughts on 2023. What is what's their theme for this Ooh, year? Well, Han, share share with me yours that you might have, and that might drum up a good idea or kind of yeah. like what what I, I I could think of several things like drinking yeah, wine, so feeling fine, like drinking that's not wine, like a feeling theme, fine. You know? 2023 that almost rhymes. Um, no, so I, you know some of these may be stolen from the podcast, so I'm not going to say you know go listen to MBMBAM. They're way funnier than I am, um, but I did have a couple of originals. Uh, Twenty Sunny D, which is totally from the podcast, Unleash the Power of the Sun. I love that. Twenty Honey Bee, be a hardworking bee. Twenty Cup of Tea, something's a brewing, uh, which I rather enjoy that. Um, Twenty Wait and See, which is from the podcast, but then I added. Uh, let me get back to that. Let me get back to you on that. 20 wait and see. Um, 20 year at sea, weather the storm, which I actually really like that one. 20, then, 20 year at sea, let's buy a shrimp boat. <laughs> let's buy a, yeah, let's buy a shrimp boat. Uh, 20 plant a tree. It's another good one, um, but no subtext for that one. It's just, just let's go plant a tree. Okay. Oh gosh. Now you got me on. I, did, I didn't know it was a rhyming theme. And now like, oh, it's yeah, gotta you've got to be me, rhyming. Like, Jogging well, my mind on rhymes. So we can come I, back to it. We'll have a yeah, our own podcast year theme. You've, you've uh, separate from NBNBAM. Yeah, you've planted a good seed in my mind. I'm definitely going to put some thought into that. Uh, 2020, let it bleed. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> just like it, it could be really We're, negative. Maybe our podcast's theme is just like brutally negative and grotesque. Um, I don't tw- know. Yeah, Anyways. 20. 20 break my knee, you know, 20 uh, break I'm going to get knee. surgery this year, you know, I used Fun to be things. a soldier like you too, until i got an arrow in my knee, 2023. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, now do you have any recs for us this week? Oh man. Recommendations. Uh, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with the classic here because okay. we have restarted it and I've watched it about seven times over how I met your mother. Just binge oh, yeah. watching how I met your mother. Um, finally kind of being in my late 20s. I've, I've watched this show when I was 16 and on and kind of watching it now that I have, we've we've gotten married, we've been married. We All the jokes kind of land a little bit better with How I Met Your That's Mother great. now kind of being very close to their age. So even Jackie said it the other day, she was like, this is 
I'm enjoying watching this way more than I did in college. Mm. And I was like, I think the jokes in the life situation just kind of land a little closer to the heart. So just wait till yeah. you hit season seven and it gets like really sad and sentimental yeah. and people start moving away and whatnot. That's oh, that's gonna yeah, be yeah. that's gonna be rough. Yeah, it's um it's there's some there's some weak seasons, but I think we I've been just like three seasons in about a week and a half, and I was like, I at least until Ted and Robin get back together for a second time, it's pretty good up until that point. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you? What are your regs? Oh man, gosh, sorry, you just made me think of. Um, so I dreamt I was an architect. I can't think of how oh, what yeah, the actual no, name song. of that song is, but yeah, you know, it plays in a really great moment at uh, the end, I believe, of one of the seasons. Um, I can't think of what freaking band that is. I'm going to have to look it up while we're talking. Oh, no, yeah. this. You yeah. got it? You give it, Give me your wreck and, and I'll so find the band. I was an architect. Oh, so good. Um, anyways, my wreck is Glass Onion, the new Knives Out sequel movie with Daniel Craig. Oh, yes. That's been on my list, man. I, I actually, um, I might sign off tonight and, and go watch that. You should. I highly recommend it. Edward Norton is fantastic in that yeah. movie. Well, okay. He crushes it. Double recommendation to stack on top of yours. Uh, if you guys listen to Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard uh, and Monica Padman, great podcast. Um, I cannot they, hold a finger to how good they are at No, they don't, people. Ned. This is their only podcast. Uh, don't. <laughs> we need to stop doing this. Don't listen to NBA, NBA. Um, I don't care what I said. They suck. Don't listen to Armchair Expert. <laughs> Dax Shepard sucks. Unless either one of those two podcasts, any of those guys want to come on here and talk with us. Uh, yeah, we can get Dax on. Them. Well, we do know Monica Padman's brother. Uh, Jackie went to school with him. Oh, um, which is really cool. So, but regardless, they have Edward Norton on him and Dax Shepard are actually like close friends in real life. And of course, they he, Edward that. Norton talks about the movie, talks about a lot of psychological aspects of the movie. But also, Edward Norton is just he's a genius. He is so well spoken. Oh yeah, um, I could only imagine. And and I think it shows. I'm I'm excited to watch the movie because apparently it does kind of show in his acting that he. I don't know. He's just very self-aware person. I, and I love that. I got that feeling too with like the 007 movies where you just get this vibe of, man, like Daniel Craig is awesome. And this movie, he plays, again, a very well-dressed character, but a very different character. Yeah. And I just got this like wonderful feeling about halfway through Knives or Glass on the End where I was just like, gosh, I love Daniel Craig as an actor. He is so good. Um, so yeah, highly the only recommend thing it. Great movie. I dislike and I say dislike about the movie but um that tripped me out is I, I wish they had just called it glass onion not glass onion a knives out story I know yeah. that they were trying they couldn't call it knives out too but if well they're just gonna have a thousand of them right from here on out it's just like Ryan Johnson and and Daniel Craig just doing knives out movies for the end of time which I'm yeah so on board for I'm I yeah, am here it, for it I think as it, long it, as the writing remains intriguing and good. That's all I care about. Yeah, well, I mean, it gives me, it kind of puts a cool staple genre on our time, like with this whole, like, it's murder mystery, but it's kind of funny, but it's kind of serious. Um, it's very much like White Lotus is. I don't know if you've watched White Lotus yet. But Not it's, yet, no. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a great show, but it definitely, it sits in its own little micro genre because it's not quite a mystery it's not quite a horror and it's not quite a comedy 
but it's got this blend of all of that kind of together. And I think that's why everybody loved Knives Out. That's why everybody loves White Lotus. And so that's why um, I've heard Glass Onion's even better than Knives Out too. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited. It's the Decemberist, Ned. The Decemberist. Yeah, I, I had it pulled up here. The Dreamt I Was yep. an Architect is the Decemberists. Great freaking song. They, they have a couple other ones that I really enjoy as well. But um, regardless, thank you guys so much. I guess we're wrapping up here. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. Please, 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 please write us a review on Spotify. Well, I guess Spotify, you can rate us. Write us a review on iTunes or Apple Music. It helps us a ton. It, you know, helps those numbers. And really, you know, we don't spend any money marketing this podcast. And if you're a traveler, it would help us uh, so much if you would post about the podcast or share your favorite episode or share the most recent episode. Anything you do helps us grow this community. And, you know, we want to, we have, you know, dreams of what this could look like for the future if it continues to grow, uh, whether it's a Discord or it's, um, you know, a Patreon or, or whatever that looks like. I think it could be really cool. And I just want to do that with you guys. And so any help you can give, any love that you can give, we really appreciate it. Um, but until then, we will love. continue to just give all the love to you guys and do another episode next Tuesday. We're diving really deep into the first of, I think, a two-parter. Yes, it is the first of a two-parter. We're starting with Nidosphere, and we go into Daddy's Little Monster. And it's going to be, it's fun. They're both fantastic episodes. I, I I almost wish that, like, you know, weaving from the double, I, I don't know, maybe I just like two-parters. Like, weaving from the Fire uh, Flame Princess double episode into this double episode, it just kind of, I don't know. I like the way it paints the stories. Just giving Adventure Time 20 minutes to tell a story instead of 10. It yeah, just makes, I'm here for it. You know. I'm so here for it. Well, Ned, until next week, travelers, party forever. Oh, you know I loved you guys. Bye.